Welcome back to the Everyday Wholeness Show. I'm Karen Stultz here with my most amazing, awesome friend and colleague and just all around great person to know is Janet Uribe. Hey guys, I'm Janet. Thank you, Karen. That's a sweet intro. And you know, I feel that way about you as well. Oh, thanks. Well, that's why we work well together. I know. We're so lucky we found each other. <laughs> and, and how lucky we are to have found all of our listeners. Absolutely. And thanks for showing up, guys. But today, Janet has uh, a really cool uh, topic to focus on our wholeness and our every way. We, we do go up and down on our wholeness. Sometimes we're not as whole as we want to be and sometimes we are and and today what is our show about Janet oh it's basically my friends about resources and why we hesitate to invest in ourselves Mm. and that is so 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 often true I was talking to somebody the other day Janet and our listeners about you know, all I need is more self-care. All I need is more self-care. And honestly, self-care is not necessarily investing in yourself. Self-care is wonderful and good, but you need to know the big picture of why and, and what investing in yourself really means, you know? Um, And investing in yourself to make your life easier, investing in yourself to feel better about yourself, investing in yourself to really be aware and allow the wholeness to show through. Yeah. And it's incredible because the investment in self, it doesn't, you know, immediately when we hear the word investment, I think a lot of our ears go to, yeah, spending money on yourself. Mm, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't just end there. We're talking about time investment. We're talking about energetic investment. We're talking about, you know, about that, we're talking about like thought and mental real estate. So How is your mental real estate being invested in yourself? What kind of self-talk do you have about yourself? So there's so many components that go into this. I have some mental real estate that showed up this morning for me that I I realized I have this tendency to tell people in the universe, I am disorganized. I am messy. I am chaotic with how I function. And people come over, coworkers and such, and they'll say, how do you live like this? And I'll say, I mean, it's like, organized chaos. Like to me, I just know where everything is. And, um, but today I did not know. (laughs) So I missed this morning. I lost my phone and I missed, I lost my phone because there was clutter and I couldn't identify my phone in the clutter in the laundry room. And, uh, and I was looking and looking and I missed one meeting. All I could do was email these people and tell them, look, I'm so sorry. I have misplaced my phone. Can we reschedule? One of them said, Hey, can we zoom? Like, yeah, we can zoom. Um, but the idea being this friends, It is an area of my life that I have chosen to ignore and have not spent time investing time, energy, thought, 
So because I haven't given it time, energy, and thought, guess what continues? The same problem. Now think about how that applies to any various area of your life. We get stuck with heart energy and pain, and we just let it get stuck. We don't look for resources outside of ourselves. So this is what I did, my friends. I, through my amazing yoga instructor, Anna, basically found this other woman named Heather, who is has an incredible energy and she is helping me organize my life. Now I decided to hire her because I walked into Anna's home and realized, oh my God, I'm an intuitive. I can read and feel energy. This is what it feels like. Whoa, I had no idea it could feel like this. I had no idea you can walk through your life and know where things are. I had no idea. One of my good friends says, why would Janet put her keys in the same place? That, would, that wouldn't add any fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that, that's absolutely true. When you, when you clear your environment, which is part of the awesome life success system is focusing on your physical and emotional environment. And when you invest in that environment that you are in, oh my gosh, yes, it, it just feels a whole lot better, but you have to experience it, don't you? You yeah. experienced that when you walked in somewhere else. <laughs> and and I, I remember years and years and years ago, my aunt, it was nice, we my aunt had a nice clean house all the time. And I, it just felt good. Like you were expressing, it just felt good. And I was just a little kid. And I came home and we had so much clutter around our house. And it, it was, I said, mom, can't we do something about this? I know where everything is. It's organized clutter. Don't touch anything. And it drove me crazy. And I asked my aunt, why, how did she keep everything so organized? And she said, basically, she doesn't. She just picked everything up and put it in a pile behind the counter. Yep. And I said, oh, okay. So when I come down, I can look through my pile and, and take care of things. But the energy of cleanliness around she didn't dust. She didn't vacuum. She just picked up and got all of the clutter out of the way so that she could focus on it at another time. Yeah. And I, and I do practice that way. I learned that way from my ex-husband. <laughs> when you're in a bind and there's a lot going on and you've got kids and commitments and soccer and this, you're just, you're, you're in survival mode. But ultimately friends, the lighter my vibration gets, the less I can even tolerate that. Yeah, exactly. The whole other thing that happens within the body as you start to purge that you, the environment itself needs to purge. But let's get into this, guys, because if you think about universal principles that actually exist and how we're meant to function, okay? Every one of us came in with a very unique gift, ability, talent, wiring, psychology, smile, body, whatever you want to call it, any of it. There is something to every single one of us. So we have resources to provide, but we'll get into hesitation to investing or purchasing some of those resources outside of ourselves. And when I was going through the early parts of my divorce, I was in a panic guys. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a way to drive even that's a whole other story, but 
So I couldn't even get a job that I had to drive to. And I did not know what to do. Most of us would freeze, eventually end up on unemployment and these cycles begin. And then self-worth starts to lower. But I took this huge leap of faith and spent a good chunk of money, a lot of doll hairs in investing in my mentor. And when I went into mentorship and left her life transformation um, program, this is Tammy Demirza, by the way, I have five times my income, five times. I was making very minimal money at that time. And so the idea is since then I've doubled it, that five times. So the thing is, friends, I was resisting and hesitating, reaching out to the healers, the mentors, the life coaches. There was so much resistance, but why? And Karen, I know you can probably identify some for, for some of your clients you've had. Mine specifically, there were about three. One of them was, you don't spend that kind of money on yourself. That kind of money's for a house. A house, guys. That kind of money's for a car. You don't do that on self. That's And that's what collective society has told us. You're good. That's what our macrocosms or microcosms have told us is what you do and what you don't spend money on. And so we fall into those ideas and don't take these leaps of faith for ourselves that could really transform our lives. However, as it continues on, there's definitely this idea for self when I'm sitting there reaching into my hesitance and trying to understand it of what is it that I don't want? And one of the things was I don't want change because I got addicted hooked, attached, accustomed to, it was my normal of living in chaos, perhaps even an addiction to drama. So this is all about wholeness and investing in yourself. <laughs> Friends, there's a little edited clip in there that we're going to have. You'll notice that we stopped. Yeah. <laughs> But basically, yes. So basically, Karen, we were talking about it's, you know, that need to the hesitation comes from resistance. And for me, I wasn't accustomed to spending mega, mega money on myself. Two, I was accustomed to my chaos. I was accustomed to the norm and what could happen if it changed. And the third thing that really comes forward for it as it relates to hesitating is where where am I going to replenish this money from? <laughs> Once I've done that, where's it going to go? How am I going to recreate it? And the thing is, friends, I just told you I five times it and then doubled it. So the idea is I did replenish it. But the biggest reason I was struggling even moving forward was because the heart was in so much pain. And there was so much convoluted information and limited perspective. That's in it. Mind. So I hired a resource. Today I have a resource. It's no wonder that I lost my phone and 800 things went crazy this morning because I had a professional organizer coming into my home to help me with new systems and decluttering, throwing out the old, getting in the new, and so on. And so it's funny to me that all the things proved it to me. No, you're not just hiring her for your living room. You're going to have her do the whole project. <laughs> So friends, here's the thing. I'll take you even deeper into this. There is something called the law of one to many and many to one, a universal law and principle 
that when you start with the self, you have something to give. When you get clear in your alignment and why you want something for you and how it serves you, you then serve others. So in me getting clear on what I needed and what I wanted, I identified the resources I needed. And in investing in them, bringing them in, I met new collaborators. I met someone who can assist me with my problem, which then permits me to assist more people, starting with me. So in the law of one to many and many to one, you know, our financial systems are supposed to work that way, right? If you think about it, if no one hesitated to invest, then people would also be investing in us. And the cycle begins. It, money, finances, time, love, all energetic exchange. Mm-hmm. And it's the ebb and flow. It comes and it goes. You give, you get. But if you're in fear of giving, if you're in fear of investing, if you're in fear of putting your energy, focus, or money somewhere, your love, your heart, that'll be my next thing for me, my heart. Am I going to put my heart in places where it looks like it could be scary? Um, ah, you know, you will be the own dam to your river. You, the key here is not just investing willy-nilly in time, energy, money, whatever, it is being aware of where you are investing it and what is behind it. What is the intention? What is it that you, that will serve you, that you are investing in? How will this investment make you grow, whether it be time, energy, or money? That, those are my things. Um, when, when you invest in something for yourself, it's, it's important to recognize what it is that you're investing in and not just, oh, they have a good thing to sell or this is a good deal. They've gotten a great, great write-off here. Yes. Is that person, if you're investing in a service, is that person the person who is going to serve you to your highest good and not take any of your BS belief systems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not uh-huh. take any of it and recognize that we have excuses as to why we don't invest. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And let me tell you what, my favorite thing, my favorite thing about hiring Heather Toledo, if any of you need her services in Austin area, is that I'm witnessing live what it looks like, how basically what happens in the non-physical, in the mind and in the non-physical of us wanting to hold on to bullshit. Yeah. Oh, well, I might need that later. These are all belief systems, Uh excuses, stories. Uh-huh. Drama. Uh-huh. Let's go of the blickety blank drama. Uh huh. If you so want to move forward. Oh my God. Yes. Let go. I love the blickety blank. You know, I always say the motherfucking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let go of your motherfucking shit. If you want to move forward, 
Um, I love you, Karen. This is not for kids. <laughs> no, I mean, if it is, if you, well, they're, they're using the same terminology. Yeah, so it all works. Hear it. I hope they don't say it. Um, I never say this in front of children though, like other people's oh, children, yeah, yeah, my own yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is just part of the package. But anyway, they picked me. Um, long story short, she's like, do you want this DVD? Do you want this CD? Do you want this? Do you want this? And I'm like, oh, but there's a memory. 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 And I loved processing it, but I could hear myself processing the information that way. And I told myself, no, you don't get to say that out loud. You get, this has a memory. It's going, it's going. And if there is something that does have true sentimental value, it can be photographed. It can be stored. It can become a digital file. There are ways to go about things, but ultimately friends, like what you said, how does it serve me to keep this thing, this DVD that I've had since 1998? Yeah. And sometimes it is that memory for sure, but you kind of have to feel it inside. Yeah. Being the kinesthetic person that I am, it's, when I look at it, how do how does it make me feel? Does it make me feel warm and fuzzy and wonderful? Does it make me feel beautiful and satisfied? Does it make me feel fun and happy? If not, think twice. Think twice about it. <laughs> it may be time to go. I have a filing cabinet filled with trainings that I've gotten over the last 22 years and someday I'll get back to them and finally it hit me this is silly (laughs) this is silly that over 22 years the way we do business is a whole different ball game and the way you do business and the way I do business it it we just, these things were not available 22 years ago. So why are we keeping, yes, the blickety blank stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Clear it out. Are you sure that's not the title? (laughs) (laughs) Clearing out the blankety blank stuff. Um, That's funny. Yeah, and it's incredible because that's really how our mind holds on to memory. Mm-hmm. holds on to scenarios and hate and drama that does not serve us. So what I'm loving is I'm witnessing the physical quantity of an entire corner of a very large living area filled with stuff that's leaving. And it was fantastic. Cause then I had to add, of course, I lo- logically love witnessing the metaphor here of Ooh, what else leaves with that? Not only that, there are certain exchanges, notebooks, there, there are things that, you know, they had a, a purpose at the moment when you had it, but they don't have that purpose now, or it may not even resonate with you today. Same thing, even that energy leaves the home. Yeah. So it's really brilliant to watch because I'm just doing this in my home, but what are you doing in this home? Because exactly. I just sleep. That's the physical, what is going on inside. Yeah. Because I, I always say, you know, I don't live in my house. I just sleep there. I live in this house, the body, the temple, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes I load it up with green juices and sometimes I load it up with corn dogs, guys. Let's be honest. You never know what it's going to be. But the idea being, I am listening to it. 
I'm honoring what it needs. If it's out of balance, I get the resources, be it the holistic doctor or the oil or the food or whatever it needs to make its investment in self to transition to the next thing. So it's interesting because like, if you cut your finger wide open and it needs to be re-sewn and conditioned or whatever, um, you're not going to let it just sit there and fall off. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But we don't do that for certain areas of our life when there are things that are bleeding and need true attention, um, need true attention, invested time, energy, money. Time, energy, money, and recognize the thoughts that you're having, recognizing mm -hmm. those thoughts and, and how we speak to ourselves. Oh, it's huge. Um, and, and stop living in lack. It's like Janet was saying, we have to stop living in lack. What I hear most of the time are excuses, stories that are simply not true. They're simply not true. It's how you're looking at them, how you're owning them that is creating this lack of self. Yeah. And, and let's start shifting those stories to create abundance, to create a whole life, to create the wholeness that is you by birthright. It is you. Yeah. And that wholeness, guys, let me tell you what, I was cooking a couple of days ago in the kitchen and I was paying attention to how I hold the knife, how I cut the onion. I love efficiencies. I, like, I love efficiencies. And it was interesting because I was sitting there thinking for a minute. All right, Janet, if you lived in some other planet and like, I don't know, by the Orion belt or something, and it was a totally different reality than this, you have some other race, DNA, whatever it is, what kind of bullshit would really like go away? what wouldn't matter what would not matter but yet your soul is whole the soul is whole like it wouldn't matter if I had my nails painted it wouldn't matter if like I was late with something or what my credit score is it, like none of this bullshit would matter because it's not who you really are and a lot of people will use that as an excuse as well Yes. And this is not who I really am. So it doesn't matter. Yes. But in, in, there is a fine line. Yeah. That creates so, that wholeness. Exactly. So here's the thing. When we're talking about wholeness, guys, a lot of times we'll talk about it with the external. But your internal is a light being. And there's no real limitation on what it can or can't do. The limitations were designed by us. And I promise you, even Karen and I have our own limitations. They exist. Okay. We're not like flying. We're human. It's yeah. the human part of us. <laughs> our being part of us are the light beings, but it's the human part of us, right? Yeah, exactly. So there's, it's just being able to understand that the, the reasons we choose to not invest in self, 
the reasons that we choose to not push ourselves, the reasons that we choose not to go and transform something about our lives, the reason that we choose to stay stuck is oftentimes just to continue the story. Mm-hmm. Because this is my norm and reality today. It's like one of my old mentors said, like, you want the new life, but you have the old psychology. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You can't have the new life if you have old psychology. Well, it goes back to the um, uh, Einstein thing. You cannot, it, it, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Yeah. Exactly what you're saying. You cannot have the new life doing the same things that you did. Mm-hmm. So I think that I want to use this, my friends, to send y'all some love and tell you what would investing in your life look like today? Maybe it's adding some lemon to your water because you can. Maybe it's going on a quick drive to look at something prettier than where you are at that moment. Maybe it's as simple as going out and going for a walk wherever you may be um, enjoying life. Yeah. Or, you know, going outside and identifying what color blue the sky is today. Mm, getting into the moment. This, yeah. Yeah. And, and using that. I love it. And, and sitting down and journaling the things that you're grateful for. Oh, absolutely. Five, five things each day. Absolutely. Morning or evening. I sometimes do it both morning or evening, five things. But the key to this gratitude is not to repeat anything for 30 days. So each day you write down five things that you're grateful for without repeating what you have said before. Yeah. Tougher than you may know, but once you start, you really start to realize how easy it can be. It it lifts your vibration so quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I, re- I never knew that. I thought just thinking about it. And a lot of my clients are the same way. Oh, well, you know, I think about it. I, I, I say how grateful I am and I say thank you. And I, I know in my head. So I just say it in my head. Doesn't that work? No, <laughs> it does work. Yes, to a level, but skyrocket. When you start writing it down. Yeah. Get a beautiful journal that you like or make your own or just take some paper. It's okay, whatever it is, but write it down. Just five things. You know, I'm grateful that I can stand vertical today. I haven't said that for a while. Uh, I'm grateful that I get to hang out with my friend Janet today. Haven't said that for a while. I I am so grateful that we're beginning to get a thunderstorm and my internet is working. I am thrilled about that. I met somebody new today. I have the resources and we found out we had a common friend that we didn't know we had. That's cool. And the fifth one, I, I just am thrilled that I have my own little space for working in. 
that is mine, filled with the things that I love and cherish as I look around and it lists my vibration. Just five, that's it. You can do more if you want, but five things. They don't have to be big and huge. Mm-mm. They really don't. They can be, but they don't have to be. But yeah, it's so simple, isn't it? You know, guys, Janet knows I like easy. I like simple. Well, simple is not always easy. True. <laughs> I have a note. Uh-huh. True. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't have to be as hard as we make it. It is a story. If it is hard, it is a story that you are making up. That's all there is to it. And that's that may sound harsh and you may not believe it, but it is a story that you're making up. And if there are aspects of that story you want to hang on to, great. Just be sure you know why. And if there are aspects of that story you don't like, It's time to change them. It's time to change them so you can be whole. And that's what Janet and I are here to help you with. So how can they get in touch with you, Janet? Well, I have only been working word of mouth friends for some, I guess, a year and a half. And she's five times her figure, her financials, twice, (laughs) three times, four times. Yeah, it's 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 really incredible. The idea is, I will probably get a website with it shortly. I've been talking about that, doing it at the end of the summer. I just need to get through the other part of my business first, getting it in order, and then um, you can actually email me at janet.urebe.source at gmail, J-A-N-E-T dot U-R-I-B-E dot S-O-U-R-C-E at gmail.com. Awesome, awesome. Same for Karen, friend, karenstoltz.com. Awesome life, friends. I love meeting with Karen because one of the things that I have just described in my life is that it is chaotic at times. I'm a channel, but I know that my channel is about to be even crazier because I'm starting to live a lot of these principles that Karen tells me. It's like, it doesn't have to be that hard. And it can get irritating. I recognize that. But until you actually, it's like I was taught years and years ago and I resisted. Boy, did I resist. When somebody said, you know, just feel into it. It's, it's all fine. And no, it isn't as easy as you say. It simply isn't. Well, that was my story. That was my story. And I found that writing down in a journal, a gratitude journal, five little things, my life started turning around. And honor whatever it is that you choose. Take responsibility. Honor whatever it is you choose to do. Appreciate the fact that you're doing it. And if it's something that you really don't appreciate, let's take a look at that. Let's release that because it's not yours. It's time to make that change. 
And if not now, when? So Janet is there to help you. I'm there to help you. And uh, love to have you comment, comment in our uh, YouTube and on our podcast. It is such a joy to be with you each week. And thank you. Thank you for helping make Janet and my life whole. Because we're all in this together. We are one world. Bye-bye. Bye, friends.